Right. Um, love and Bob and other. We are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight lines from the bottom. Love and Bob and other. And the last word is Ravina. Okay, everyone got it? Yeah. Okay, let's yeah. start. Right, uh, if you bear in mind, we were talking about this caper bush. And the caper bush consists of berries, and it consists of flowers and of leaves. And in addition, it also has a covering to it. We will see the Gemara will discuss at what period, at what time of the fruit's growth is that covering on it? When does it fall off, etc.? So we said like this, that Rabbi Yehuda Amarab, we had that slap shal orla, which means a caper bush of orla in its first three years, in chutzal oret, what you have to do is you have to throw away the berries, because they're the real fruit, but for oifas are caprisin, and one can throw and eat the husks, the shell. And similarly, Ravina Ashkechela Mabarabashi, Ravina once found Mabarabashi, to Kozorik of Yodas for Ka'ochel Kapris. And he was doing the same thing. He was throwing away the berries, the caper berries of Orla, but eating the husks, eating the shell. And this was outside Eretz Israel. So exactly what Rabbi Huda Marav said, this is what happened. Omele Ravina said to him, my daitoch, what is your opinion? In other words, on what basis do you do this? Obviously, Karebiya Kiva a maple. It must be, you must be acting in accordance with Rabbi Akiva, because if you remember Rabbi Akiva last week, we said that he is Makal, he is lenient, and he says that only the berry is the fruit and everything else is not the fruit. So in other words, that is why it's only the berry that you can't eat, but the other things you can. The, the fact that you're eating the shell around the berry means you're acting like Rabbi Akiva, who is Makal. Now, if you want to be Makal, says Ravina, I've got a much better idea for you. Since you already show that you're a Makal, you like lenient decisions. So go the full hog and go according to Beishamai, who's even more lenient. Because Beishamai says you can even eat the berries. Well, how can you eat the berries? The berries are the actual fruit. Everybody agrees you can't eat them if they're a while off. Well, let's see. Tisnam, because we learnt, even though Tisnam normally is a Mishnah, it's a Brighter, Tzlaf, which is the caper bush, Beishama, I mean, Beishama say Kilayim Bekerim. It is Kilayim when it's planted in the vineyard. Now, you know that we have um, something called Kilayha Kerem, which means it's Kilayim, the same word as Shatlas. You can't put two fruits together in the vineyard uh, uh, when... And if you do put them two together, then it's considered kilayim. Now, the Torah explains when is this osa? Only if what you are planting together with a vineyard is a vegetable. If it's a tree, it's okay. So, Beishamai says, kilayim bekerem. That if you, um, it's luck, you've got this caper bush. And you plant it together with in a vineyard, that's called kilayim. That's called kilayim bekerem. Or basilalam, remember, basilalam, a kilayim bekerem. It's not considered a kilayim bekerem. 
as we shall see, because Beishelel holds that it's a tree. And a tree, it's allowed to plant in a vineyard that's not considered Kilibakeret. However, Eilu Eilu, both Beishama and Beishelel, might agree, Shechaya Ba'orlov, that this paper bush is subject to the laws of Orlov. So ask the Gemara immediately, Hogufakashia. This brysa is very difficult to understand. In particular, according to Beis Shammai. Why? Because Omrut, you said at the beginning, Slav, Kaperbush, Beis Shammai, Omrut, Kelayim, Bekarim. That Beis Shammai say that if you plant this Slav, this Kaperbush, in a vineyard, it's considered Kelayim. It's like Shatnas. Alma, Minyeriku. So it's obvious that he considers, that Beishamai considers it, considers the caper bush a vegetable. Because it's only a vegetable that you cannot plant in your vineyard, that's called Kliakaran. Only a vegetable. So if Beishamai says you can't do it, you can't plant a caper bush. In the vineyard, it's obvious he considers the caper bush a vegetable. Because if it was a tree, it'd be okay. The Holotoni, but then it says afterwards, Eilu Eilu, both of them, so Beit Eilu, but as well, Shechai Ba'orlov, that Yochai Ba'orlov, that the, the Dinam of Allah apply, Almon Min Ilonhu. So we see that according to Beit Shammai, it must be a type of tree. Why? Because Orlov only applies if it's a tree. So this whole brighter doesn't make sense. Is it a tree or is it a vegetable? In other words, the question is that Beshama Paskans, obviously it must be a vegetable. Otherwise, it wouldn't be considered Kalimbakaran. On the other hand, it, he must Paskan that it's a tree, because otherwise it wouldn't be high for Orlov. So it doesn't make sense. So the Gemara Holakasha, that is not a problem. Beshama is uncertain, he's philosophic. Whether the caper bush is a tree or a vegetable, he doesn't know. But of the hochalachumra, the hochalachumra, and therefore he goes for chumra in both situations. In other words, Beishamai consider the caper bush as a vegetable regarding kalim bekerem, and they forbid it to be planted in a vineyard. They go lachumra, and they consider it a tree regarding to orla, and therefore you can't eat its fruit in the first three years. You also go lachumra. So in other words, what we're saying is, according to Beishamai, is he's not saying it's definitely one or definitely the other. He's an asophic as to whether it's a vegetable or whether it's a tree. And therefore, he's machmeh in both situations. Okay, carrying on. Mikomachan, nevertheless, the Beishamai have a sophic orlov. So according to Beishamai, this caperberry is definitely... Orlov Basophic, questionable Orlov. Utanam, we learnt in the Mishnah, this Mishnah is in Orlov, which says as follows. Sophic Orlov, if you've got, you're not sure whether something is Orlov, how can that be where you're not sure whether it's Orlov? You've got a load of trees in an orchard, and you're not sure whether they're three years old or not. Some might be three years old, some may not be three years old. It's only in the first three years that Orlov applies. So therefore you're not sure that you've got Sophic Orlov, then the did is as follows. The Eretz Yisrael Osa. If it's an Eretz Yisrael, it's Osa. Why? Because Orlov is a derisor, 
And Safik Lachum, Safik Deraisa, Lachumra. So if it's an Eric Israel, where it's a Deraisa, and it's a Safik, we go Lachumra, you can't have it. Over Surya, if it's in Surya, it's Mutter. Now, what is Surya? Surya is as follows. Um, David HaMelech, he conquered Surya and he annexed it to Eretz Israel. Right? We see in our history that annexation has taken place before. Okay? So he annexed it to Eretz Israel and he made it part of Eretz Israel. But the question is whether Kibush de Yochid made Kibush. If you conquer something as an individual, is it considered a proper conqueror? And therefore, does it belong to Eretz Israel or not? And what we're saying is that since David Amelech did it, it's not the nation did it, but David Amelech did it as an individual. Therefore, it is not considered properly part of Eretz Israel, and it's Chutzvaret. Yeah, just for interest, you know, is 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 that Syria today's Syria? I don't know. The article translates it as Syria, but whether that is Syria or not, it, it, it Rashi actually brings here. It's Aram Saiba. Uh, what, what is Aram Saiba? I don't know. Probably is any case, it, What? It probably is I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it's Aram Saiba, whatever that is. Right? And that Aram, Aram Saiba is Aleppo, isn't it? Is it? Is I it? Think Aram, so I think it's Aleppo today. Yeah, Which I is Syria, so. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I, I think I, it's I, Syria I, and, and part of Lebanon as well. It goes almost up to the Turkish border. Oh, the whole Syria... Yeah, it could be. So, wait a minute, this yes. Aram Saiba is actually Aleppo? I think so, yeah. Ah, right. Yeah. Where does it say that? I don't know. Somewhere in Tanakh? I'll try and dig it out somewhere. Okay, yeah, no, I no, think no, so. Very good. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, that yeah. would answer Danny's question, and it is in Syria. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Right. So, the, so the point is that this is considered a chutzlaret. So, even though he annexed it to Eretz Israel, but since he only conquered it himself, and it wasn't sort of a national conquest, therefore it's considered Chutzla'oretz. Now, it was Surya Mutter. Therefore, since it's Chutzla'oretz, in Chutzla'oretz, Orla is only Midrabalon. And since it's Sophic, this Orla is a Sophic, Sophic Midrabalon, the colour. So therefore, whereas in Eris Israel, it's questionable Orla, it's forbidden. In Surya, it's Mutter. Now, what about in Chutzla'oretz? Now he he means the Chutzlaret even further away than Syria. Proper Chutzlaret. There's no question about it. It hasn't been annexed. And it's proper Chutzlaret. There you can go even a step further. Yare, you could go down to an orchard that has got both Orlot and non Orlot trees, and it's owned by a Jew. And he's suspect, in other words, he's suspect regarding his observance of, of the of Orlo, but Akeach and you can buy from him. Or will Vanshala Yirenu like it, provided that the purchaser does not see the seller take the fruit, <coughs> take the fruit from a definite Orlo tree. But you can even go so far as wake Sophic Orlo so you can take it. So now Ravina, coming back to Ravina, says to Mabarabashi, you could eat even the caper berries of the bush outside Eretz Israel. Why? Because it's Sophic Arlot, because even Beis Shammai says, Beis Shammai is not sure, is it a vegetable or is it a tree? And he only says, Lachomra, we say it's a tree for Arlot purposes, but only Lachomra, but he's still, it's still Sophic as to whether the caper bush 
is Chayv Orla or not. And since this all take, took place, this Ravina and uh, Mabaravashi, this took place in Chotzlaret, therefore you can go according to Beis Shammai, who says that since it's a Sophic Orla, and it's a Chotzlaret, Sophic Midrabanon is Lakulak, and therefore you can eat even the berries. So why are you throwing away the berries, he's saying to Marabaravashi, uh, only eating the caprice in the shells, you can even eat the berries. Because the whole berry is a sophic as to whether it's a tree or a bush, and therefore it's a sophic whether it's high for or not. And since it's in Chuslaret, sophic Rabon and and you can go and eat the berries. This was the point that Ravina was saying, and he was saying, since it's obvious that you go contra Yakiva, who considers only the berry is um, high for or not, but nothing else. If you want to, if you want to be makele, then you can be makele even more by paskening like beishamai. And if you pasken like beishamai, you'll even be able to eat the berries. The answer to Gemara is follows: Rebbe Kivan will welcome Rebbe Lezad Din and Kabbalsei. Where where there's a machlokas between Rebbe Kivan and Rebbe Lezad, as we quoted before, when it comes to the berry, is it just the berry, or is it all the fruits and leaves as well? That was the machlokas Rebbe Kivan and Rebbe Lezad. Then we can pass them that Rebbe Kiva to say only the berry is the fruit. However, but when you have a Mishnah, we obviously have to go according to Beis Hillel. And then it's not a Sophic, because it's only a Sophic according to Beis Shammai. Because Beis Shammai agrees, he, he doesn't know, he, he, the Gemara says, Sapuke Vesakele. He's in a sophic as to whether it is a bush or a tree. But base Hillel, for base Hillel, it's a vada. It definitely is a tree. And therefore, definitely is Chayv Ola. And therefore, they, they were doing the right thing when Mabaravashi and, and, and uh, Rabbi Hudom Arav, that they threw away the berry because the berry is Chayv Ola, because that goes according to base Hillel. And when you have a machlokus, base Shammai, base Hillel, we say that base Shammai ain't a Mishnah. It's not, uh, what do you call it? You, you, we always pass the light base it So the whole question doesn't, the whole point of passing the light base Shammai does not come into question. Right. Carrying on. Now, what we're saying is like this, that the, we said that the um, shells, the caprisin, that you may eat. Right, the berries you can't eat, but the caprisin, the shells you can eat. So ask the Gemara another kasha. The taper clay, the nasa shaman of free. Really, the shell of the caper berry should also be forbidden because it's a shaman of free. There's a whole sugi here, all now that shaman of free. What is a shaman of free? Shaman of free is a protector of the fruit. So if you've got a fruit, which grows <coughs> with a protective shell around it, that's called the Shaimala Pri. Now, what he says is, Rahmana Omar, the Possek says as follows, when it comes to the Chiyav of Orlo, the Possek says, the Araltem Orlosa S. You should treat its fruit as forbidden. Now, the Gemara says, S. Hatopelaperio. The question is, when it says in the Possum, the Araltum Orlosa Esperia, to tell you the din of Orlo, that it's forbidden for the first three years, why does it use the word S? 
to save a Ralton or a Lossai period. What S? So we learn that from the word S, S a topula period. That is, S teaches us that even something which is secondary to the fruit is also also for oral purposes. So therefore it's not only the fruit that is also, but it's something which is secondary to the fruit. And my nehu, what is that? What's that secondary to the fruit? Show me the fruit. It's a protector to the fruit. So therefore what the Gemara is asking is as follows. Whether the husk is a, is, is a, a, whether it's a questionable fruit or not questionable fruit, the point is, is definitely is a protector of fruit. It's a shaymala peri. And if it's a shaymala peri, you shouldn't eat it. So how do we have all the situation up to now where we learned that they threw away the berries, but they ate the shells? The shells being a shaymala peri, we learn that from this posit from the word S, that even a shaymala peri also has a dinam of oral. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't throw away, we, we, we should throw away the caprices as well. Omar Robert says, Robert, no, no, one minute. There are definitions as to what a shaymala peri is. Not, <coughs> not every single cover of a fruit is considered a shaymala peri. Hecha min is an shaymala peri. When do we say that something which protects the fruit is considered a shaymala peri and protects the fruit? Only when this cover is present on the fruit, both when it, the fruit is attached to the tree and when you take it off the tree, it's still there. That, that is called a shaymala peri. Here in our case of Kepa, the Mechubah Isai, for Tolish Lesser. It's present on the fruit when the fruit is attached to the tree. But when the fruit is detached from the tree, this cover is no longer on it. And therefore, it is not considered a Shomala Peri. And that's why it's mutter to eat. So he makes a difference. So a buyer asked a question. If I ask the following question, pit marshal rimen misdirects. We have a din that if one food is going to um, contaminate or metamine another food, it's got to be a certain size, and that size is kabetzer, like an egg. Now, what happens if you've got a pit marshal rimen? Now, pit there's two two different explanations to what pit is. Some say it's just the growth on top of the pomegranate. Like, you know, you have a tomato, you have a growth, or an apple, I believe, you have a growth. Or pitmore is like the same word as pitten that we have on an asterisk. At any rate, it's an addition to the pomegranate. Misdirected, it combines with the pomegranate regarding the tumor foods. What that means is as follows. If a pomegranate that has the volume of a baitzer only in combination with the attached pitum, that is considered, it has the volume with regards to tumor. So in other words, it joins together. If you need a beta, you, you need the volume of a beta in order to be the tummy. And this is, the fruit is less than a beta, but together with the pitum, it makes it, it, it there is a, a beta. That's good enough, because pit much your ribbon is direct. The nature lies, the protective cover, in a mitzvah, does not join. So in other words, if you've got a food 
but you've got a protective cover over it, and it's only with the protective cover that it comes to a baser, that's not good enough. Now, why is that? Explain the Gomorrah. From the fact that the Mishnah says that the net, i.e. the cover, does not combine with the pomegranate for as far as being matame of food, so you can see that the net it's covering is not considered a food. Why? If it was a food, it would be part and parcel of that pizza. It would be part and parcel of that food, and therefore it would be combined together with that food to be matame. Utanan gabi orlo. Yet we learned in the Vishnu regarding Oralol that Klippe Rimmon, you've got peels of pomegranate, the Hanekshalai, and the protective cover over it, as well as, by the by, Klippe Egoizen shells, uh, nutshells, and a pizza fruit, all Achayovim for Oralol. Now the question is, so really we're talking about the Rimmon Vanekshalai, that's the important part that we need to focus on. Pomegranate and its cover. We are saying they are high of the Orlo. Now, we've just established that the nate is not an Eichel. It's not a food. Because if it was a food, it would be Mitzaraf. It would join together with the food to be Matame. So it's not a food. So how come it's high of the Orlo if it's not a food? The answer is, obviously, the reason must be is because it's a Shaimalapere. Right? In other words, it may not be, it may, it may not be considered a food, but it definitely is a shaymala peri. And as we've learned, a shaymala peri is also high for Now, here comes the question. Now, the net, that means the cover, falls off this net of a ribbon, of a pomegranate, it falls off the attached fruit, just like the caperberry. Now, as we said with the caperberry, this cover is on it when it's attached to the tree. But when it's detached, it's already come off. And this is here, it's and therefore that's why it's not a shy but a period. That's what Rob Robert said. But here we see from pomegranates, pomegranates, which is exactly the same, in as much as this nature's protective cover falls off before it gets detached, nevertheless, it's still considered a shy but a period. As we've proved, it must be a shy but a period, because otherwise, why would it be higher for Allah? Because it can't be higher for Allah because it's a food in its own right. Because we just proved from the laws of Tumma that it's not a food in its own right. So therefore, this seems to drive, drive a, 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 what's it, a coach and horses through through Robert's explanation of what a Shaiman Apeiri is. So Robert comes along and gives a new explanation. And Robert says as follows, and on my brother, he concedes he got it wrong and he gives a new explanation of what a Shaiman Apeiri is. In what case do we say something is a shaman of peri? Only when it's present at the time when the fruit ripens. Because remember, when you've got a fruit on the tree, first, you can't even see it's a fruit. It's, there's blossoms there and flowers. And then the flowers fall off, and then you have a small bud. Now, then that bud gets bigger and bigger, and eventually it becomes ripe. Now, only if this cover is on the fruit at the time of ripening, then you can call it a shaymala peri. But high capris, this this uh, kapar, less a bashar to malpera. 
It's not there at the time, even when the, it falls off, even earlier than when the fruit ripens. Before we thought, it's when you take it off, when it gets detached, that's when it's not there. God says, no, it gets detached even earlier, even at the time when it becomes ripe, it's no longer there at all. Where if a net of a pomegranate, on the other hand, it is considered a shine of peri, because it's still on the pomegranate during the ripening stage. So that's now a new definition of rubber of what a shaman of Peri is. And since we're running out of time, let us just go over these points. Um, Salter. Ravina found Nabaravashi throwing away the caper berry and eating the husks of an olive tree outside Eric Israel. And Ravina said to him, if you're already being maple in accordance with the Rebbe Kiva, why not be maple even more like a shamai? And that will allow you to eat even the berries. Because Beishama says like this, the caper bush is a vegetable, as we know, and is therefore kilayim if planted in a vineyard. And Beishidel says it's a tree, and therefore it's not kilayim in a vineyard. But both agree that a caper bush is subject to Orlok. So ask Rabin, it doesn't make sense. Either it's a tree or it's a vegetable. So we, sorry, no, Ravina asked the question that Beshama says it's a vegetable and it's Gelayim in a vineyard. And the other, other hand says it's high for Orlov, so therefore it's a tree. So that the Gemara that's not a problem. Because Beshama Sapukim is in doubt whether the cave bush is a vegetable or a tree. And therefore he goes to the Khumra for both. It's considered a vegetable and therefore it's Gelayim the Kerem. And it's considered a tree. <laughs> And therefore, Chayim for Orlov. Now, here comes the question. Since according to the base Shammai, the cave bush is questionable Orlov. Why is it questionable Orlov? Because he doesn't know whether it is a tree or vegetable. And we have a Mishnah in Orlov. The doubtful Orlov in ancient soil is also philosophic the rise of the Chumrah. In Surya, which was annexed by Dovid Amela, it's Mutter, philosophic Ramon of the Kula. And in Chusla Oret, which is further away than Surya, one can buy something order from a Jew whose observance of order is suspect unless you see the owner pick it up from an order tree. So Ravina says to Mabaravashi, you can eat even the berries of the cake bush rather than throw them away. Why? Since Beit Shammai, who are uncertain whether order applies to a cake bush at all because they're not sure if it's a tree or vegetable, he would permit it outside Eretz questionable Arlov. So you can go and you can eat the berries. So that the Gemara says, no, that doesn't work. If there's an argument between Rebbe and Rebbe Kiva, whether mice is on berries alone, of the caper bush, or includes the leaves and flowers as well, then we can, we can pass them in the of Rebbe Kiva. But if it's a machot, base shama, base hila, we always pass them, we always go according to base hila. Therefore, the status of the caperberry as the fruit of a tree is in no doubt at all. It is definitely a tree. It's definitely a tree. And therefore, Mabaravashi was correct to throw away the, throw away the berry due to Orlov. Now, we said that you have to throw away the berries of the caper bush, but you can eat the caprisen, you can eat the shells. But the question the Gemara asks is surely the shell is a shimalapari, a protector of the fruit, which is also from the posa of the Aratan Arata et Eperia, 
which is our top of the period, secondary to the fruit. And therefore, you should treat that as a shaman of period, which would be forbidden as well. And therefore, how can you eat the shell? The rubber answers we only classify an outer shell as a shaman of period when it's present while it's attached to the tree, as well as being present when it's detached from the tree. The paperberry shell is only present when it's attached, but it's no longer there when it's detached. So therefore, it's not considered a shaman of Peri. So on that, Abaya asks the following question. There's a mission in Uxin which tells us that the protective cover of a pomegranate does not combine with it for tumor purposes, because it's not a food. Yet it's still also for Orolo. Obviously, the reason must be because it's a shaman of Peri. And it's considered a shaman of Peri even though it falls off when it's detached. This shows that Robert's definition of a shaman of Peri is only when it stays that it, it only when it stays on when it's detached is wrong. So Robert gives us a new definition. This is where we finished off this evening. Robert gives a new definition of Shaman Peri. He concedes that there must be a problem with his previous definition. It's only considered a Shaman Peri when it's there when the fruit ripens. But the capable shell that falls off before the fruit ripens. But we saw that the pomegranate shell is considered a Shaman Peri. That is because it's still there when it ripens. That's where we're up to.